Hi, Tim. Hey, Darren. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Had a good lunch? Very good. Very tasty. Ah, what's our two-minute rep for today? It is the physios aren't psychologists, Darren. Oh, what are you thinking about that? Well, agree and disagree yeah. on that concept. Yeah. Yeah, because people say, we talk about this a lot, there's the biopsychosocial model and physio should be dealing with those different components of that. But we're not psychologists, so you shouldn't be dealing with people's moods. So that's kind of the contradiction, if you like. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the definition of pain kind of brings it back into focus, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. So it's a sensory and an emotional experience. And given one of our key areas is helping people with musculoskeletal pain, by definition, we need some degree of skill set in that area. Mm. So there's a need to be a bit of overlap in what we can do. Yeah. Can you think of uh, any other examples where people have overlapping skills in, in life? Yeah, there's this tennis player called Ash Barty, and she's oh. done pretty well at... She's not too bad, Ash. Yeah, <laughs> she's done it, excelled at cricket, and then also not too bad at golf either. So you can have a base skill set in one area that can apply well in others, I reckon. Mm-hmm. So if we look at the physio's role in this, maybe it's worth um, breaking down to the different psychological components of cognitive and emotional aspects. So yeah. what, do you, what do you think about the physio's role in the cognitive side of it? Yeah, that's the thoughts and beliefs side, and we deal with that all the time. What people understand is wrong and what they think they need to do about it is a, a key in what we do with every consult with our patients, and I think we've done that well for a long period of time. Yeah, I think so. I think we've highlighted what we do in terms of manual therapy and exercise and underplayed what we do in terms of education and yep. talking to people. Yep. Um, and the emotional side? Yeah, that's one where that's the can be the, the fear or it can be stress or depression, and often those things can occur because of pain. And if we're dealing with people in pain, we can have a strong effect on those by just giving them more understanding or a plan or helping them get better. Yeah. But the flip side is some people might have a depressive mood disorder or be in a heightened state of anxiety. And sometimes we can help with that as well, but other times we need to on-refer. Yeah. So flags for you when you would on-refer to a psychologist or even a psychiatrist? Uh, when a person brings that up, that, that's clearly a, a dominant component of what's going on. Yeah. Or else we use screening questionnaires that are freely available. If someone scores highly on depression or anxiety and it's at that clinical level, then that gives us an in to say to the patient, look, this really seems like a dominant component. Do you think we need some extra help with that? Yeah, and sometimes you can just tell those people that aren't coping, so they may be helping them realise that that um, is important. Um, what I've came up against recently, not against, but um, it's been important is around acceptance. So there's yeah. some people with chronic pain can um, get benefit from around acceptance from a psychologist, and the other one's on motivation and just getting them engaged in things. <laughs> yeah, so are we psychologists? No, but do we deal with that regularly? Absolutely in the right context. Yeah, and physiotherapy is cognitive behavioural therapy, really. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Very good. Cheers.